No. We want to begin our health recreation events committee meeting for February 5th. Um, next item is approval of minutes from December 4th. Anger. Move to approve. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Motion passes. Next item is public comment. If you'd like to address the committee, you can come forward. No speakers today. Okay. Uh, item four is rifle range roadside plan review and approval. All right. Well, thank you. Good, good, good afternoon. I'm used to saying good morning. We don't we usually don't meet in the afternoons, um, but um, we uh, we have Neil Leo here with us today. As you know, we've been working with them together on the rifle range road project and on the design. Um, and I think we're at a good point right now for them to present the design. You know, some some modifications that have been made, and um, so we can move forward um, with schematic design from this point point forward. Um, but I, I have um, Alyssa here. Alyssa, you here with us? You can you can come forward and she'll she'll run you through a slideshow presentation of the design and um, you can answer, ask her any questions that we have about it. Hey, good afternoon. Just oh, really Andy, I'm sorry, Andy Clark, my principal with Leo Leo Architecture. I just want to thank you for the opportunity to work on this. We've had a great time uh, working with our partners at Seaman Whiteside and, and working with Steve and all the staff of the town. Made some really great progress in the due diligence phase. Um, Alyssa Morrison is going to share with you a presentation. We're happy to answer any questions. Thank you. Hey, good afternoon, Alyssa Morrison. Uh, we also have David Marrero and Lee Gasly, um, both on the design team. Um, we're really excited to, to share the progress and update today, and I'm particularly excited because I'm actually a Mount Pleasant native and a current resident. Um, so really excited to be part of this project. Um, so we wanted to show, I'm sure all of y'all are aware of the project site um, with the existing park. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful park, lots of great natural trails, fantastic green trees that we're planning to retain. And there's also on the north side of the parcel, a beautiful existing natural pond. It's got a great natural edge around the perimeter that we're hoping to capitalize on for the project. And probably the last time that you saw this, this is what the, the site plan looked like. And we've, um, done some additional due diligence to build on this great foundation. All the, a lot of the programmatic elements are staying the same. And so you'll see um, those consistent all the way through. And this is, we're excited to share, this is the current site plan. And um, as I mentioned earlier, we're excited to get y'all's feedback. We're currently in the schematic design phase of the process, uh, wrapped up due diligence before the holidays, and we're um, hoping to keep pushing forward on schematic design. So this is the overall site plan, and for orientation, Rifle Range Road is on the, the bottom side of the page, and then the curved edge on the top is the new recently completed bonnet keys. And there's a few overlays we wanted to point out just from the beginning. You're probably wondering, what are the red, <laughs> the red circles and squiggly lines? So those are the archaeological cultural resources. There's five of them on our site. And then you'll also see wetlands. We actually have uh, just under 13 acres of existing wetlands on this site. So we're striking a balance of trying to preserve as much of them as we can, but then we'll also have to mitigate for some of them in order to provide the park programming. Um, so this site plan shows just over three and a half acres of um, wetlands that we'll have to mitigate for as part of the project. So again, these are all of the same programmatic elements that you've seen before. This is the overall site plan. I'm trying to zoom in and walk our way through the park, kind of as you would experience it as a visitor. So we start on the main entry drive, which is number 16 here. Try to do some, <laughs> so I'd 
talk, not just talk with my hands, but talk with my fingers on here too. Um, so you enter the main entry to the park would be here off of Von Ed Keys. There's an existing curb cut that we would retain. And as you come down the entry boulevard on your left would be the sports complex. So this houses pickleball courts, tennis courts, basketball, a restroom and storage building to serve this area. And then number 17 is where we're proposing the maintenance building that would serve the whole site. And the number of the light blue number 15s are the proposed stormwater um, areas for the project. And then here you'll see an example on this end of the wetlands that we're um, keeping versus removing, um, again, to make way for the, the park program. So coming back out to the entry drive here, number nine is the sand volleyball courts. So right off the main drive, it has several parking spots to serve those and a little open air picnic pavilion or um, picnic shelter overlooking number 15, which is a new pond. So then as you continue down the main boulevard here, um, on your right and left, you'll have each have two soccer fields, so number four, and coming down the main boulevard here gives you a great axial relationship and wayfinding to number one, which is the, um, the new recreation building. So we're intentionally creating this wayfinding boulevard between the soccer fields. We see this as a shaded kind of oak alley canopy if you enter, um, and then split on each side, the two soccer fields. You'll also see that we're um, dispersing the parking throughout the park intentionally so that visitors can come and park next to what they're going to. Um, and then number 10 is the play area. So a larger play area on the, the left side of the site and then a smaller play area to serve um, the right soccer fields. And that's intended to be for families if they come, the little ones have somewhere to play while big, big brother, big sister is um, playing on the fields. And those are supplemented with, um, this would be a, uh, a open air pavilion, both of these, and then number five here would be a restroom building. So we have, we're dispersing three restroom points throughout the park, one which is at the sports court, this one here by the soccer fields, and then another main one at the recreation building, number one. So continuing up the main, the main boulevard, there's a really nice grand tree that we want to try to retain here, and then gives you that uh, wayfinding and, and axial axial approach to the, the rec center, uh, which is number one on the site. So immediately around number one of the recreation building, the formal lawn here, or the event lawn. So a lot of the programming that you see at the waterfront park here at the base of the bridge, we could have, have here as well. There's a small little band shell or open air pavilion to serve outdoor events. And then you'll see um, the building located on the northern side of the site immediately adjacent to that existing pond, the photos that we saw earlier to take advantage of the views overlooking the pond, but then also retaining this natural edge here along the existing pond to kind of give back to the residents of that natural feel and natural immersion into the site, which we heard through the bond referendum was important to the residents. And that existing pond will also be activated with trails. Um, there's a little open air pavilion on that, it, that part of the site, an opportunity for a fishing pier, number three, and then connecting, potentially connecting those elements with boardwalks. So again, you'll, number 13 is the parking. So there's parking that serves the, the rec center here and then the parking here, which could serve the soccer fields. And then the exit or another secondary entrance on Bodded Keys located there. 
So taking a look at the recreation building program, um, obviously we'll have basketball courts. So we'll have basketball, volleyball, and pickleball all indoors. And above that will be a walking loop overlooking the basketball courts. And then we'll have a dance studio, large multi-purpose space with a stage. And that space could be subdivided into two smaller rooms. And that is um, intended, in my understanding, a lot of the similar programming that you do at the Darby. So that would um, have a similar scale stage and, and support elements like that. A small multi-purpose room, several classrooms, one e-sports classroom, some smaller art studios to take it and give back to the residents that have an opportunity to come in and maybe rent the space for a week, a month, something like that, to have a space to, to work. Obviously, um, a lobby with a reception desk, which is supported by several administrative spaces like offices, a warming kitchen, a conference room, uh, restrooms, lockers, showers, and then storage. You can never have enough storage. <laughs> um, and we, we'll use it. <laughs> yeah, um, we anticipate that these restrooms, like I mentioned earlier, being accessible after hours, not just you have the setup here at the town hall gym. So if you're having an event, there's an exterior door where you can go in that would serve that those restrooms would serve that event on and adjacent soccer fields. The project schedule, um, we have the end of last year, we've done a lot of due diligence. So we've been corresponding with SHPO on following up with additional investigations that are required for those five cultural resources that I mentioned on site. We have submitted letters to the Army Corps of Engineers for the wetlands that I mentioned. So we need to get a jurisdiction jurisdictional determination from the Army Corps on those wetlands. Uh, we are wrapping up the survey, which identifies all the grand trees on the site to preserve. We've also completed the protected species assess assessment. Uh, we've completed the programming for the recreation building and solidified the programming on the master plan, which we just reviewed. And we've also been working with the town um, town's team on the Billy Swales Boulevard coordination, and that has um, they're utilizing the pond for that project as some of the stormwater, and then coming through the park site. So there's been some coordination points on that. So um, as I mentioned earlier, we're in schematic design. We're really excited to keep um, keep moving forward with this project. We hope to have the CMRs on board, the CMR, the contractor on board this summer. And that will provide a very important initial cost uh, estimate validation for the project, which they'll be doing all along. And we also have a third party cost estimator on our team as a resource for those key milestones along the way. And so after the CMR is on board, we'll proceed with design development and construction documents. But I think the most important thing for this project and the critical path is, is the wetlands permitting. Uh, we talked about that earlier. We have almost 13 acres of wetlands. and through our work with SNME, we understand that that could take 12 months of permitting for wetlands. And so that becomes wrap the critical path of wrapping up the design, getting the CMR on board to get that cost estimate. So then we can proceed with the documentation needed for wetlands permitting. So we would anticipate submitting that initial wetlands permit in August, so right in the middle of that kind of design development um, line item that you see here. Oh, and I guess I forgot to mention the most important part, which is construction. <laughs> um, so can the CMR on board, they'll be able to um, provide more information on the construction window once they're on the join the team, but anticipate wrapping up construction in January of 2027. And so that would be 18 months of design, 18 months of construction. 
We did want to, I wanted to touch on a few other things of now that we're kind of zoomed back out at site plan scale, um, one of which is down here. So you have that existing parking lot off the rifle range and that will be retained and serve the dog park. So in orange is a little proposed dog park area. On this side of the site, we wanted to point out um, intentionally keeping this a natural area for trails, walking loops. Um, we will have a perimeter trail all the way around the park so visitors can go all along Botted Keys. You're actually about to start construction on the Hamlin Trail section along Rifle Range. And so we will continue that loop around the park to provide full access. And um, this is probably another point to just highlight the, the, the dispersed um, parking throughout the site. So some up near the rec center, some on the north and south side of the soccer fields, and then um, some serving the um, sport complex. And we also have identified along the main boulevard, starting kind of near the volleyball uh, courts, and then along the south side of those two right soccer fields is overflow. So intended to have some cleared grassy areas to provide overflow parking for large scale events on the site. I think that's it. Happy to answer any questions. I flip back to any. Yeah, I just want to ask. I see the sand volleyball courts, um, but you're going to have indoor volleyball courts as well, right? That's correct. Okay. No, sand volleyball is great. Yeah. Yes. Especially during the summer. It is. Uh, That's a good workout. <laughs> yes. Um, so when we look at the map, these odd-shaped dotted areas, are those, those are the wetlands we need to fill? Is that what that is? That's correct. Um, so I could zoom in to show you an example of one uh, here. Like this is, an, uh, this is the wetland that we would be removing, you know, filling and mitigating for uh, versus the larger ones along rifle range, which is a large one that we're trying to keep. So that's an additional overlay. Okay. So this site plan, um, based on all the current data that we have on the grand trees, removes no grand trees and um, impacts 3.6 wetlands, acres of wetlands. 3.6? Yep. And you managed to save the grand trees, okay. Yes. The survey is wrapping up, so we'll be able to confirm that as of today, there are no grand trees proposed to be removed. <laughs> oh, that's way yeah. That's nice. Okay, so yes, Mr. Sample. Oh, so um, so today we're looking at this plan here. So what you're looking for today is an approval for us for this plan for them to get started. Uh, Eric, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I don't believe that any vote is, is required on this along those lines. Um, but we are just wanted to present this to you. Um, and if, if there was a concerns that needed to be addressed, we could address them. Otherwise, we are we are ready to move forward with this design and and uh, be fully engaged in schematic design and moving forward on the, on the timeline as described. If I may, Madam Chair, it's, um, the due diligence has been done. Um, those conducting the professional services have given us the best plan that they can give us. Um, it's important that you're comfortable with it. And so I recommend if you are comfortable with it so we can continue to move forward quickly to take an approval on this site plan, conceptual plan, I should say. That allows us to move forward hard with schematics and it won't interrupt our schedule at all. Okay. I'd like to make I'd like to make whoa. I'd like to make a to approve um, 
this site plan. So, um, and then just a couple of points. Um, one, thank you for all the work and all the team. Um, and you guys are meeting bi-weekly and, and doing a really uh, great job and really engaged in this. Um, removes this site plan. There was a number of iterations. This removes no grain trees, as said. Um, it only fills 3.6 acres of the 13 acres of wetlands, some of which basically have to be filled to make the site even useful because they're small areas splattered throughout. Um, and then even, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like up by number 15. Um, it's technically a removal of the wetlands because we're doing a, a retaining pond right there, but it's not necessarily like filling the wetland necessarily. And so there's several areas like that. Um, and so I think it, it, it's a plan that um, meets all of the guidelines of the referendum and more. Um, it has almost all of the components of what we had put out there. Um, and uh, like I said, no grain trees are removed um, and it, it minimizes the wetland impact. Um, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful plan. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I second that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all in favor of the motion? Aye. Aye. Okay. Yeah, thank you for your time. Move forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Next item is announcement of community North center respondents and discussion of next steps. Yes, ma'am. Madam Chair, we, as you know, we, uh, the community art center, we submitted a RFP um, back in December. Um, actually, I think the very end of November, uh, we received the uh, proposals, um, and we are looking to um, present those proposals—not the proposals, but the uh, the three organizations uh, that responded to the RFP and are seeking your guidance going forward um, in, in how we uh, form a selection committee or who would be on that um, for scoring them and moving forward with a selection. Okay, yeah. I, I do believe we need to interview, we have three applicants? Correct. Okay, so we need just a committee for that to, to begin and then would it, are the committee would recommend to council or would it come back to? They'd recommend to council. To full council, okay. Well, um, as well as chair of this committee, I'd like to be involved, but I think CAP chair and Mr. DeMora possibly, I don't know how y'all feel about the initial interviewing process, or should we use one or two council members? I, I, I just didn't know how many, um, well, you answered part of my question, I guess. I didn't know if this was supposed to be a committee of councils uh, doing most of this, or if it was staff or a combination of both or how many members so can you just kind of walk us through what you would envision that being sure and uh, happy to mr rambo for sort of staff initiated procurements um, which are usually associated with the budget it, it could be for well design of a project or or uh, various items um, typically it's a staff um, it's three or four staff members that'll sit on the selection team at that point. Um, and a selection is made, and if it's required to go to bids and purchases, it'll go to the bids and purchases for approval. This one has had a lot of council um, input and involvement and interest. And so um, on occasion, when there's a project that has the level of council interest that this has, uh, we have sort of a hybrid model of that selection team where we ask to see if there's a member of council who'd like to sit on the committee as well as anyone else 
um, that council thinks could be helpful in making that decision. Um, and certainly, as, as uh, Chairwoman Hyatt mentioned, I'm happy to sit on it too from the staff side of it all. Um, so that's how we got here. Um, it's not um, typical, but it does happen on projects that have been on council's radar for a long time, like this one has. Okay. Um, and, and did I miss like an overall number? Three. Three. Well, th there were three respondents. Do you mean respondents? Oh, or sorry. I mean, like, how many people you want on the committee? It, it could be three. It could be five. Anything more than that is less manageable. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm fine with, with uh, any other chair portion of the screen. So. Whatever you um, How many councilmen would you like to know? Demora will be... Uh, for this particular issue, sure. would be good for you to be on that, knowing all the, yeah, everything that's gone into this. Um, I mean, I'm fine with leaving it up to Mr. Demore to pick another staff member, um, maybe somebody from procurement, or I, I don't know um, what your thought is on that, or or um, Steve, or um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I'm happy to. It's it's really your call. Okay. Uh, I I think at a minimum we should have a staff representative. It'd be nice to have. Uh, representative from the elected body as far as the third uh, you know perhaps myself and, and chairwoman Hyatt could talk that through and figure out the best person okay so I'd like to make a motion to appoint uh, chairwoman Hyatt and mr. Demora to the special uh, review team for the community arts center RFP second okay um, and I'll just clarify it and um, the two of you guys can decide who that third person, that third staff member would be. Okay. All righty. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Motion passes. All right. Item six is program and projects update. Yes, ma'am. Well, we're getting ready to get back into all the sports and stuff. We're starting back up again. We kind of have a slower January, um, but we're, we're back in business now. Um, registration is very consistent with, with previous years. You can see we have 2,626. I think we're down, what is that, about 17 people from from uh, last year. So we're very, very consistent with last year. Um, uh, in, in flag football and so softball, baseball, soccer, lacrosse, um, uh, uh, track and field. Um, got a good good program going on. Um, some uh, tennis memberships are consistent there with last year, staying staying the same. Um, if you look at our swim lessons, you'll notice that they're down a bit from the previous year. That's primarily because we are without the Park West Pool or have limited use of the Park West Pool at this time uh, during our construction going on over there. Um, but we are very happy that we're still able to continue the use of that pool over there, and it, it's providing some real relief off of the Jones Center so everything doesn't have to shift over there during the construction. Um, you see the senior center memberships continue to rise. Um, going, just, just give me one second. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't have any of that paperwork you're reading from. Do, do you all have any? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't, we don't have that. I, okay. I apologize. This is just, yeah. Did you, I'd like to follow you, but I can't. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I apologize, but I'll make sure that you get this. Um, okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll go real briefly then with you, since you can't follow me along. Um, but if you have any questions, you're welcome to give me a call. But I will let you know that um, senior center memberships do continue to increase. We're still not back where we were pre-COVID, 
but we've gone from 1,200 in 2022 to 1,400 in 2023 to 1,700 in 2024. So we're, we're continuing to rise over there. Um, the registration for summer camps opens at the end of this month. We're very excited about that. Um, and so is the rest of the community. We're getting all kinds of calls about that. And, um, uh, and then on the 24th of February is our fourth annual Sweetgrass Half Marathon. So those are some of the um, programs going on. Some project updates. I want to just show you some pictures of Waterfront Park. This is the restroom facility. Um, and if you take a look, um, let me come over here by the here so I can draw to um, right over here in this area this is the a, a retention pond area this right here is our basketball courts um, you see the basketball goals are in place just waiting to put down the surface over there our dog park is going to be over here in this area that's for the large dogs and the small dogs over here in this area um, and just this past week they started uh, they started uh, the walking track the path going around the, the overflow parking area this is it going right along this area um, next slide. This is the sky view of it. You can see some of the pavement going in over here on this side. Um, and um, again, you know, most of those other areas I talked about are under the bridge, which is going to be very, very nice. People are going to really enjoy that, playing basketball and pickleball and, um, and using the dog park and having it under the shade of the bridge. So we're, we're very excited about that, the pictures. Steve, quick question. Uh, we are going to combine those two basketball courts together to make one large one, right? Yes. yes. So we can do the hockey. That is, that is it's one, it's one surface. Okay. The whole area is one surface. Good. That's correct. I can come back over here. Do you have any questions? Um, Mr. That's Waterfront Park. I was just going to go through some of the other, the other projects that we have going on. Is there, so uh, they, haven't, they haven't started the construction yet of the splash pad area and that has not started no i can is that like a I guess that's like some kind of specialty uh, yeah it's j um uh, wp law is the name of the company that's gonna be putting the splash pad and it's gonna be just right here in this area oh, my finger yeah. touched the wrong area um just right above the the restroom facility right here in this area okay. and um and then um just off the adjacent to that there's gonna be a small serenity garden um, that we have uh, consulted with Just B um, and trying to have an area for, for folks of, uh, in the, to uh, provide something for those in the neurodivergent community. Um, and then I also didn't mention right on the other side of the retention pond, just right over here, is the exercise area. Council. We're going to have our, our Move Strong calisthenic area. So um, it's going to be pretty. It's going to be a very nice park. Um, Still on schedule at this point for uh, the end of July 2024, the, the summer. Um, we are do have a little concern, just trying to trying to get a couple things back from DHEC um, on the water park, um, where we had some some adjustments to that. Um, but uh, pending pending a response from them, we should be able to stay right on that schedule. So we're not we haven't we haven't pushed past the critical point at this at this time yet. So, all right. There's only pictures I have, but I'll tell you about a few of the other things that are going on. Uh, Marcy Kerr Tennis Center, um, that had gone out for a uh, uh, bid for design. Uh, we had two respondents that have been uh, scored and evaluated. Um, we are, we'll be inviting them back for interviews on February 22nd. Um, hopefully, be able to make a selection soon after that and are shooting for a July, I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry, a March bids and purchases committee for approval of that so we can move into full design on the, the tennis center. Rival Range Road Park, we just had a nice update on that and everything that's going on. Thank you for your approval of the design that we have there. 
and um, also you're aware with the, uh, the community center um, was the was the other thing we're waiting for. We, as you know, we had the RFP. We have those selections, uh, those those three organizations, and we're ready to make a selection and get to work on that project as well. So, okay. Yes, Mr. Rambo. Uh, several questions um, uh, on projects you didn't mention. Um, Carolina Park final phase is has that been turned over? Is that done? It, it, are it has we not playing softball on it this spring. We are we are not what, playing if softball. Not what is the delay? There are drainage issues. There were significant grading issues out there um, and soil composition that we are waiting to hear back from our contractor out there on resolution for that. So we are seeking their proposal as to how to resolve that. Um, it appears as if the resolution, the, the only way to resolve that is going to be to um, pull that sod back up, regrade it properly, and then put it back down. Um, but we're not going to be able to play on it this, this spring. Um, but we are going to be able to use, um, we're going to try to use the other aspects of the, of the park and have a substantial completion for those that we can accept. Um, but right now the, the ball fields are not, have not, are not able to be approved. Hopefully there's some sort of penalties in that construction contract for delays. And we'll be working with our procurement office on that. Um, uh, the Duffy baseball fields, uh, how is that going? Um, that is a, a public services project, but um, uh, they are they are beginning to work over there. Andy, is anybody here on that? I was curious if those will be ready to play ball on. We're coming up on baseball season. Yes, sir. Andy Weiss, public services director. I think we're tracking for mid-March when those will be open. I think we're working with the rec department on scheduling now, so they'll be open for games. We think that we can keep them off the sod until... I think March 18th, then the grass will have a better chance of, of taking off and, and it'll be good. But we're also working on the other areas at that field. Um, you know, we're looking at the complex writ large and trying to uh, take uh, other, do other projects there to make it all better. Okay. Yeah, quick question. Now, now that's all three fields or it's just two? Two. Two. The, the lay down yard, oh, the field that was used on the lay down yard is still. I think they're planning on using it again for another drainage project. I think EDS is looking at using that for the next drainage basin. Okay. That's it. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you. If there's no other comments, we'll adjourn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.